You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready or not, here we go. I hope everyone is ready to learn some English. In this English lesson, we are going to talk about English words that make sounds. Yes, words like squish. It's a good one. Squawk, squeal, and a few others. So maybe you want to get that notepad notepad and pen ready because there will be lots of notes to take. One thing I should mention before we get too far is that I have been dealing with something all week. I'm not sure if it is allergies or I'm fighting something. In English, when we say we are fighting something, it might mean a cold or something. So my voice is not perfect. Be drinking lots of H2O today slang term for water, and we'll get through this. But I would like to say hello to a couple folks before we get too far. My friend from Italy, Aroni, is here. Mahmoud, I hope you're doing well in Mauritania. Adi Detail is here. How are you? Anya from Germany. Yulia, she's here from Russia. Noriko is here from Japan. Freddie Wolf, I know that guy. He's from France. Hope you're doing well. I saw Mega in here. She's from India. Harry's here. He's from Indonesia. Marco, hope you're doing well. Stas, hope you're doing well. This might be your first time here. If this is your first time here, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit that like button. Everyone, if you could do that, it helps others find the lesson. And Hansa's here. Welcome. H2O. Yes. So important. Hey, I think you can hear my chair. <clears throat> it is squeaking. I think that might be our first word, too, that we're going to talk about. The first word in English that we are going to talk about that makes noise is squeak. And right now, hang on, right now, my chair is squeaking. I will try not to move around too much in my chair, but it is squeaking. I grabbed some lubricant from the the garage and I squirted some lubricant on my chair, but maybe I didn't hit it in the right spot. So it's still squeaking. But one of Maria's here. Hey, hope you're doing well from Argentina. But if you don't know what a squeak is, there's one for you. And also, if you know that animal in the picture, that is a mouse. There are two mice in that picture. So the plural of mouse becomes mice. And if you have ever heard that animal make a noise, you could call it a squeak. In English, the sound a mouse makes could be described as a squeak. And every so often, I will have a sentence at the bottom of the screen. You can practice shadowing if you would like. If you don't know what shadowing is, it's when you repeat what the teacher says or you try to say it along with them right as they are speaking. So I am going to say that sentence again. If you would like to work on your English pronunciation, let's do it right now. 
the sound a mouse makes could be described as a squeak. We also have a saying in English, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So wheels, you know those things, right? Sometimes you might hear them called tires, but wheels can sometimes squeak. On your car, they might squeak. On your bike, they might squeak. And we have a saying in English, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, not the squeaky tire. Even though wheels can be called tires, we never say the squeaky tire. It's always the squeaky wheel. And you may be wondering, what does that mean? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. You might have a similar saying in your language, but it means the person who complains the most will get what they want. That's what the squeaky wheel gets the oil means. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. The person who complains the most will get what they want. So got a lot of words down there. I will read them slowly. And if you would like to practice your shadowing, now is a good time to do it. The person who complains to the boss the most usually gets the most attention. On the other hand, they could get fired. And fired is slang, meaning losing their job. So it could go both ways. The squeaky wheel, they might get what they want. Or the boss might get so angry, they get fired. This sometimes happens in English class. If you are taking an English class in person now or online, could be worse online. The student who asks the most questions will get the most attention. So it doesn't always have to be bad. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Doesn't always have to be bad. The student who asks the most questions might get the most out of that class. Let's check the chat. Make sure before... Ooh, no, we got one more. We got one more thing that could squeak. I mean, there are many, but how about this? And I do have some sound effects for you. What about this? Wet shoes. Wet shoes. You might hear that sometimes. What about this right here? Play it again. That's squeak. Those shoes are squeaking. It's at a basketball court, but sometimes when um, it's raining outside, students will come into the classroom and they'll let shoes will squeak. And just like what I played. your ears a little bit. The Eagle Flies here from East Timor. Hope you're doing well. Natalia's here from Chile. Hope you're doing well. My voice is not clear. Yeah, it could be because I'm fighting some sickness. Could be. I will do my best. Yeah, Marco. Sounds like there is someone in the gym or PE. PE. Is court for physical education. If you know my my wife, she sometimes uh, will be on the chat. Sometimes uh, something is wrong. That's not good. So more more people are saying there's something. Oh no, 
My voice is weird. <clears throat> That's not good. Um, maybe it's because of the uh, sound effect. Seems like uh, this is not going well. Probably because of the sound effect, right? Um, it seems on my end, the microphone is working well. So I might have to end this. Maybe I can start it again. Give me a second here. It's great now. I'm back. Thank you. It's better now. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, my mood. <laughs> Please fix the problem. I'm trying, brother. I'm trying. Jeez. I'm a boomer. I'm a boomer. Sometimes I can't fix the problem. I wish I could. Okay, thank you. Seems like it's working well. Okay, back to the lesson. It's perfect now. Thank you, Noriko. I don't know what that little glitch was. Yeah, boomer. There are only so many things I can do. So um, one thing I didn't mention before, let's go back to this. I don't know when I will ever talk about this again. So let's talk about a dipstick. What is a dipstick? I can't find it. This is not going well, huh? Where's the dipstick right here? All right. That person is checking their oil with a dipstick. If you see that long tool in that person's hand, they are checking their oil. You may have to do this sometimes. And that thing is a dipstick. Like we never will talk about that word again. You may not need to know that word again in English. So I wanted to mention it. And it looked like Harry had a question about the wheel. Ah, perfect. Whew. Working now, Mahmoud. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, no more. I have a lot of sound effects. Maybe I will do some short lessons with the sound effects, or maybe I will try to make them with my mouth. But for whatever reason, sound effects aren't working. I have like six of them. Oh, all right. Thank you, Mega. Okay, that yellow thing in the middle of the wheel. Um, what do you call that yellow thing, Brent? Only the yellow one, the squeaky wheel pick. In the middle? I'm not sure what we call that. I would just call that the center of the wheel, the center of the wheel. Yeah, you could call it a tire or you could call it a wheel. Both will work. Yeah, your car has tires, your car has wheels. Yeah, you can use those two interchangeably. <clears throat> um, we are going to talk about the dad shoes. Yeah. We're going to talk about a part of the shoe called the soul. So be on the lookout for that. That's the part that's squeaky it is usually the bottom of the shoe. And the bottom of the shoes are also called the soles, the soles. So I'm not wearing shoes right now. I'm not wearing my dad's shoes, Natalia, right now. But the bottom of the shoes, that is the part of the shoe we call the sole, and that is the part that usually squeaks. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. And of course, I will not play the sound again, but if you've ever watched a basketball game, you can imagine the sound those shoes make. We call those squeaks. Squeaks. Fun to say squeak the next word is squeal the next word is squeal we just had squeak this is squeal it's a little different it's a little different hmm. i'm not going to play a squeal let me describe a squeal instead so it could be a little boy i guess but when i hear squeal the noise i think of is a little girl. 
you can imagine this little girl in the picture. She looks super happy. And the sound that she might make when she's really happy could be described as a squeal. So if you would like, let's practice some, some shadowing. And I will read the sentences below. A little girl might squeal when she's very happy. We might describe her voice as high-pitched. A high-pitched voice, that means it's just really, it's not deep. It's really high. So little girls tend to have a high-pitched voice. My voice probably would be described as deeper. The sound is lower. The tone is lower. I probably couldn't squeal if I wanted to. But think about a little girl who's very happy. The sound that might come from her mouth could be described as a squeal. You know what else? Pigs. Now, I, I do not want anyone to think I am comparing little girls and pigs. Little girls are usually very sweet, very cute. Little pigs are very cute, but very different. Very different. That, that guy, come on. He's cute. Or girl. That guy or girl pig is cute. But piglets, I do have a sound effect. But uh, the little, little guys, we call them piglets. Piglets are the baby pigs. And when they get scared, the sound they make might be called a squeal. So let's practice some shadowing as I read this sentence. Piglets might squeal when they feel scared. Piglets might squeal when they feel scared. All right, let's check the chat. Let's make sure... There are no audio problems. There are no problems with the sound. She's evil. Who's evil? Wait, what? The little girl? Oh, Natalia. Come on. She looks just so happy. Natalia, come on. Come on. Hey, Marco. Hey, I'm happy. Happy I could help. Speedometer. That was, that was from a couple lessons ago. Speedometer. Oh, hey, Linda's here. She's from Italy. Hope you're doing well, Linda. Did I say hi to Freddie? He's from France. Mina's here. Welcome, Amin. Amina, I hope you're doing well. No shopping today, right? Mahmoud, we're just going to worry about sounds today. Okay? Maybe I can talk about that a little later in a different lesson. Yeah, Yassine says... Sounds are difficult. Yeah, they are. I came up with a list of about 15 sounds. So this might be a two-parter. This English lesson might be two parts. Today, I think we talk about eight sounds with a lot of examples. So there might be a uh, couple that we do here. All right, hope everyone's doing well. Looks like they are. Oink, oink. Yeah, the older pigs. We might describe that as oink. I'm trying to stay away from all of the, the animals, but we could do, I think I have, I think I have an English lesson. No, it's baby animal names, I think. Baby animal names, not sounds though, but oink oink is what we say a pig says in English. Oink oink, exactly what Harry said. All right, Mortania, Cleveland, Mahmoud, that's awesome. All right, the next one. Talked about piglets. They squeal when they're scared. I wish, I wish I could play you this sound effect. Let me know in the chat. Should we try one more sound effect? Please say yes if I should try a sound effect. Or say no. If you say yes, it's a chance. We're taking a risk. 
maybe the entire live stream goes down. But I have a really good one. Squealing the tires. Well, in the picture here, this car, the English phrasal verb, we might say, is peeling out. They are peeling out. You can see the smoke from the tires. I'm sure you can imagine the sound this car is making. We could call this squealing the tires. Little girls, little pigs, car tires. They could squeal. We've talked about car tires squeaking. Now we're talking about them squealing. And a spoiler alert, we're going to talk about them doing one more sound, but that's later. That's later in the lesson. Let's do it. I see a yes, 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 yes. Lots of yeses. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. We're taking a risk. Hope it doesn't mess up. But these tires are squealing here. That is what squealing tires might sound like. Next one is squish. The next one is squish. So if you look in the picture, you can see things are being squished. So for something to be squished, it has to be pretty small. Ooh, ready? Yes, making donuts. So that is a slang term. We'll move on. Let's have a little bit. You, you might need to know this, but if someone is doing that with their tires and they are going in a circle, you can say that they are making donuts or they're doing donuts in the parking lot. No, man. Again. Okay, that's the last time, right? That's the last time. No more. No more. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we have to wait. Maybe that's just gone. There's a problem. There's a problem. It's great now. Okay. We, we found out, right? I can't do sound effects. It will mess up the microphone. Anya, thank you. So Noriko, thank you. The sound is back. Okay. Thank you, Stas. We're back. I'm not doing any more sound effects. Oh, it's too bad. It's too bad. I'll do it in some short videos later. How about that? Hmm. Hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you, Fafa. No more. It's too bad. So we were talking about squish. So you need something soft and you need to, I think we talked about clench. You need to clench your fist around something soft and then you are squishing it. That is for anyone who is listening on the podcast. In the pictures, those items are being squished. We talked about shoes squeaking before. Shoes can also make a squishing sound. Squish. It is a verb, but it also has a sound. And we will talk about that in just a minute. But it looks like Audie the tie left a super sticker. Audie is so supportive of the channel. He's been asking for a while, how do I leave a super chat? How do I leave a super sticker? And I told him, I think maybe Thailand doesn't allow it. Well, maybe something has changed because Audie, thank you so much for the super sticker. He's also a gold member, very supportive. I see him uh, quite often on Volley. Thank you so much for everything you do for the channel. 
I have a little something for you. Now, it might completely mess up my microphone, but I got to do it. Thank you, audience. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. And I stole a sip of water while that was playing. Yeah, Audie, thank you so much. So let's talk about squish. Now, wet shoes can squeak. That is the sole of the shoe, the bottom of the shoe, S-O-L-E. But if you get water inside your shoe, probably doesn't feel very good, but it also might make a squishing noise. Have you ever had water in your shoes? Shoes like sneakers or boots. In the picture, that person is wearing a boot with a green sock. But if water gets inside that shoe, it will probably make a squishing noise. And of course, I have a sound effect of squishing shoes, but I can't play it. I can't play it. I won't play it. But let's talk about this here, if I can find it. The soles of the shoes might squeak, but the inside of the shoes might squish. So when your shoes get wet, the bottom, the soles, will make a squeaking noise. If your shoes get wet on the inside, there's a squishing noise. And I did not want to put this picture up But one of the most common things when I looked up the word squish, it was a bug. So think about that motion, maybe clenching your fist or squeezing. You could squish a bug. If you've ever had to squish a bug, you hear that noise, we would call that a squishing sound. Not very fun to think about, but... Okay, yeah, I think so. Freddie says, I think your microphone needs some time to recover. Yeah, probably does. So how about we don't make any noises? I don't want you to have to listen to my voice be bad for a while. Ooh, speaking of the sound, okay, this is not one of our words today, but how about this? If you want to describe somebody's voice when it doesn't sound quite right you can hear parts of it but it's not coming through very clearly we might say garbled the the sound somebody's voice might make when it's not exactly clear is garbled garbled oh now that's nice natalia you could squish your teddy bear that's sweet that's sweet Oh, Audie. Hey, thank you. After seven months. I think it must be just um, Thailand. Some countries do not allow channel memberships. And I know Thailand allows that because you're a member. But they might not have allowed super chats or super stickers before today. Not sure. Okay, Natalia. So that little girl could squish her toys, she could squish her teddy bear and then she could make the sound of uh, a squealing, a squealing noise because she's so happy. Yes, how about this? Let's get rid of everything here. Maybe that little girl, maybe her, her dad gives her a teddy bear. So she might take the teddy bear, squish it to her chest and make a squealing noise. The, the teddy bear though, if it's soft, it probably wouldn't make a noise. She would just squish it. So squish could be just a verb with no noise. Or I wish I wish I could play my sound effects because I had a good squishing noise. It, it was not. It, I will make a video later where I can put in a, a sound effect for squish. Yeah. It sounded like it hurt. It literally sounded like a bug being squished. <laughs> 
The next one, marshmallow. I just saw this picture and wanted to use it. If you don't know what that thing is, it's a marshmallow. And that marshmallow in the picture is being toasted. And I have a sentence for you. If you squish a marshmallow, it probably won't make a sound, but it's fun to do. I think Americans like marshmallows more than other people, but we love toasting. That is the verb. We love toasting marshmallows over a campfire in the summer. So I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Maybe it's just Americans who like toasting marshmallows over a campfire. But my question to you is, have you ever toasted a marshmallow over a campfire? Please let me know in the chat. We make something called s'mores. I've mentioned it on the channel before. There are three ingredients for s'mores. Marshmallows, which you toast over the campfire. Then you get graham crackers and then you get chocolate, and then you take them all, squish them together. Toasting marshmallows over a campfire. It's a good summer, summer snack. I'm wondering how many people in the chat have ever toasted, oh, marshmallows with coffee, Yulia says. In the United States, in the winter, a lot of people will put their marshmallows into hot chocolate and then the marshmallows melt. So good. I've never, I've never done it in coffee though. Stas, what country are you from? Stas says it's, it's very popular in his country. Be awesome. All right, Maria. What's a phrasal verb you can use to say somebody's voice has some interference because of the internet connection? Yes, it's breakup. It's breakup. So if you are on a Zoom call with another person, you could say, oh, can you say that again? You, you broke up last time. Or, hey, can, can, can you call me back? I think you're breaking up. Our, our connection is bad. Your voice is breaking up. Yeah. Good question, Maria. Maria, thank you so much for being a channel member for all these years. And Maria also says, I like marshmallows, but not toasted. They do taste very different once they're toasted. Completely different taste. I like, I like marshmallows and chocolate together. Okay, so Marco has only had them in hot chocolate. Yes, squish a grape. You could. And then the juice might get all over the place. The inside of a grape, we would call that the juice. If you've ever squished a grape, think of that sound. That's a squishing sound. Freddie, never eaten marshmallows. Hmm, interesting. They are not for everyone. That's something you can say when you know not everybody likes the taste of marshmallows, you can say, well, they're not for everyone, but I like marshmallows. I like marshmallows. Yeah, Williams, yes. Never tried marshmallows. Are they sweet? Yes, they are. They are full of sugar. If Americans like them, they are probably either full of sugar or fat, right? Sugar and fat, that's what Americans like. Oh, interesting. So Noriko has toasted some marshmallows and chocolate on a slice of bread. Interesting. Okay. All right. Fafa, never. All right. Danny has. Um, yeah, pure sugar. I think Aroni might have had uh, marshmallows at my house, right? Didn't we toast? Didn't we toast marshmallows, I think? Constantine, hope you're doing well. All right. Uh, who's my favorite basketball player? 
Is that for anybody or for me? Maybe that's for me. Uh, Kobe Bryant, for sure. Kobe Bryant. He might have had some legal problems, maybe, maybe not, but I love his work ethic. When he was alive, he worked harder than any basketball player, I think. So he is a big inspiration for me. All right. No. Uh, Elena, hope all is well in Ukraine. Good question. Squish and sniffle, are they interchangeable? No. Squish, think of that grape. Great example, Natalia. And then if you want to think of sniffle, I can make that noise right there. That's me sniffing. And if somebody has the sniffles, it's like a small cold. There might be a little coughing, a little runny nose. I think I have an English lesson on this channel about being sick. I wonder, did I mention sniffles? If somebody has the sniffles, they're just a little sick. They're not that sick. I might have the sniffles a little bit. Well, what? Anya, I don't know what that is. That doesn't sound good. Most bacon. I'm going to forget about that. Hmm. Mouse bacon. What is up with that? Uh, maybe a bad translation, right? Mouse bacon. I would love to know. What is mouse bacon? That's not marshmallows, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, squawking, though. Wait, we never talked about squawk, did we? So squawk can be the sound little birds make. If little pigs make a squealing noise, little birds, definitely the ones in the picture, if you can imagine the sound they would make, it's a squawk for sure. Those birds are probably squawking. But also we do have some slang in English. If somebody is complaining, we might say they are squawking. So here's a sentence for you. If someone is squawking, they are complaining. And it looks like this man in the picture could be squawking. Here's an example. Phil was squawking because he had to work on the weekend. Phil was squawking because he had to work on the weekend. And we use that preposition on, we use that preposition on when talking about the weekend. I believe in some parts of the UK, they will use the preposition at, at the weekend. But if you're watching this channel, you're probably wanting to learn American English, right? So that sentence would be correct in American English. Phil was squawking because he had to work on the weekend. Nobody likes working on the weekend, right? Not many people like working during the week, Monday through Friday. Luckily, I do. I like my job. I hope you like your job. Just checking the chat to make sure there aren't any questions. Oh, yes. The World Cup is coming soon in Qatar. Not Qatar. Qatar. Angelo, if you're watching this on replay, he's a longtime channel member from Qatar. Well, he's from the Philippines, but he lives in Qatar now. There you go. Natalia from Chile says so many different words. Little birds squawk, but little ducks quack. Yes, little ducks quack. Um, let's see, Constantine, if someone is complaining, can you say stop howling? I suppose you could, but I think if you say, hey, stop squawking, 
to a native English speaker in the United States, they will know you think they are complaining. Yeah, I would stick to squawking. Hey, stop squawking. Stop squawking. Just complaining, right? Just complaining. James, hope you're doing well. Good to see you in there. Let's see here. What else do we have? Hum. It's another sound. It's another sound you might hear in English. Now I can, I thought I had some really good, I thought I had some really good sound effects that I can't play. I did have somebody humming, but luckily I can do a humming noise. So if someone can't sing like me, they might hum hum along with the song. I'll try that one more time and read it correctly. If someone can't sing, they might hum along with the song. Is that a new English phrasal verb for you? Hum along. So I am going to hum some tune. It's another way to say song. I am going to hum some tune right now. Maybe I should do the United States national anthem. How does it go? Mm. That's humming. I'm not singing. The sound I just made was humming. So you could hum a tune. You could hum a song just like I did. A ceiling fan. Did you know that's what's called a ceiling fan? In the picture, it usually hangs from the ceiling. The ceiling is the opposite of the floor. And if you are running a ceiling fan, the sound it might make is humming, humming. If you've seen any of my hotel English lessons, there is often a box fan shown in those videos. I like the constant hum of a fan at night. It really helps me sleep. The constant hum of a fan really helps me sleep. We also have a slang term that uses hum, and that slang term is ho-hum. Ho-hum. Does anyone in the chat know that slang term? Ho-hum. What does it mean? Please let me know in the chat. I am going to take a sip of water. What does ho-hum mean? And if you are enjoying this English lesson, please hit that like button. I'm now hydrated. And I'm wondering. Well, we have a question from Marco about humming. I'm just wondering why the hummingbird is called that, but isn't humming at all. Is it the sound the wings make? Probably. That's a good question. But I do believe they have the fastest beat of wings when it comes to birds. So when the birds flap their wings, we might call it a beep. B-E-A-T, the beat of their wings, I think is the fastest of any bird. So that sound could be called a hum, I guess. Marco, I never thought of it. Oh, good. So I might be able to teach a new term. Oh, hum. Off the top of my head, I'd say sleepy. Marco, that is a good guess. That is a good, oh, if Maria doesn't know, she's a very good English speaker. Come on. Okay, so let's do it. Oh, Constantine, I can't sleep with a constant hum. That makes me nervous. Yeah, some people can't sleep. Luckily, my wife and I can. All right. Hey, Suka, how are you? Hope I said your name correctly. Welcome. 
Okay, okay. So Harry says that fan could squeak. It really could. That ceiling fan could squeak. If the ceiling fan is not humming, but it is squeaking, meaning you need to be careful because it's about to fall. That is true. Yes, a ceiling fan that is working perfectly is humming. If it's squeaking, you've got a problem. Harry from Indonesia. Nice deal right there. Good job. Thank you. Okay, so ho-hum. Another way to say something is boring. I knew there, there's always a typo. Something is boring. No, never mind. It's not a typo. I read it wrong. Not a typo. I'm waiting for that typo. And I look every week. I look them over again, sometimes twice. Typo always sneaks in. Another way to describe something as boring is ho-hum. So you could describe something as being boring as ho-hum. How was your day? That's a common question in English. When Jamie, my wife, gets home, I usually get home before she does. One of the first questions I will ask her, hey, how was your day? She might say, I had a good day. I had a bad day. If she says it was pretty ho-hum, then it was boring. And guess what? As a teacher in the United States, it's good to have boring days. Sometimes there is too much excitement in our day. Breaking up fights between students is never fun. So if you look at that little line in between ho and in between hum, we call that a hyphen. So I just wanted to make sure if you ever needed to know what that little line was, it's called a hyphen. And there are rules when to use a hyphen and when not. But if you're using ho-hum as an adjective before the noun, you would probably put a hyphen in there. But this is not a grammar channel. But if you say, I had a ho-hum day, you, you should put a hyphen. But it's not grammar, right? Let's move on from the grammar. Hummingbird. Yeah, humdrum. Humdrum, yes. Yeah. How was your day? Yeah, kind of humdrum. Yeah, both. I think you can use those both interchangeably. Thank you. Two, Amici. That seems that that's Italian right there. Hmm. Don't know what it means, though. Use something, Amici. Use something us, I think. You and something us. All right. It was pretty ho-hum. Yeah, it's pretty ho-hum. My day. Yeah. I, I hope this English lesson is not ho-hum. I hope it's not humdrum. I hope it's not boring. Try my best. Hopefully it's not. Screech. This next one. So we talked about tires squealing. Now we're going to talk about them screeching. Can you use these two terms interchangeably? Yes. Squealing is probably a little more high-pitched. Squealing. But screeching also works. Screeching. I think you're not going to like one of the examples I have coming up. Because if you have to make the sound in your head, it might hurt. Not this one. It's the next one. Owls. If you know that bird right there, if you know that animal, and you've ever heard them make a sound, could be described as a screech. Very close to a squeal. But owls are known to screech. And I don't know about you, but I think that owl is just absolutely beautiful. I cannot imagine seeing one of those owls in the wild. 
I think that would be pretty amazing. I think that would be pretty epic if I saw an owl like that in the wild, outside of my house, in the forest. I've never seen an owl like that. I think in English, we would call that a barred owl, a barred owl. But the sound that bird might make is a screech. This is the one you might not like. I'm a little nervous to show you. Nails on a chalkboard. We might describe that sound as a screech. The sound it makes as those nails drag along the chalkboard could be described as a screech. Not fun. Not fun. One of the worst sounds in the world, probably. I don't even like looking at that picture. The hair. How about this? The hair on the back of my neck stands up. Have you heard that saying before? When you hear a noise and your whole body just does this, it, it clenches up your whole body or it tightens up. The hair on the back of your neck might stand up. I'm not sure if that is new for you, but yeah, if you hear nails along a chalkboard, the back of your hair might stand up when you hear that screech. Let's move on to something else. This next one is a lot better. James is in Central Texas. Weather's a bit ho-hum. All right, I, I was hoping um, that you would, you would mention the, the weather in Florida because I know parts of Texas, like Galveston, Texas, that's a city in Texas near the Gulf of Mexico. It's actually on the Gulf of Mexico. They are known for having hurricanes. And unfortunately, one of our U.S. states, maybe you have seen the news this week, a hurricane named Ian, I think, Hurricane Ian, um, I-A-N, I think, came through Florida and destroyed parts of Florida. So their weather is not ho-hum. I am glad, James, you in Central Texas, I'm glad you have weather that is ho-hum. It's not a bad thing sometimes, right? Ho-hum. All right. Oh, really? I don't know much about Harry Potter, but is, is Harry Potter, is Helwig an owl? Probably said that wrong, right? Hedwig? Is that an owl? I'm sorry. Goosebumps. Yes, that's another term. Goosebumps are when your skin kind of bubbles. It gets bubbles on it. Little bumps. We call those goosebumps. Yeah, I think so. Hearing that is torture. If you had to hear that over and over, for a whole day, nails on a chalkboard, that would be torture. That would not be fun. Not fun at all. Okay, thank you. Anya says, yeah, Ian destroyed most of Fort Myers Beach, Florida, around 90%. That's a, that's a big town right there, Fort Myers. Um, if you saw on the community tab, I posted a picture of me and Jamie on a on our honeymoon back in 2002. That took place in Destin, Florida. Destin, Florida is further north and was not affected by the hurricane. Feel so bad. Yeah, my mood says I think Bob the Canadian will do a live stream in about an hour. Oh, well, I, I will be there. Yes, I will be there. I need to mow my lawn, but um, I think I might blame it on allergies and just say I will probably mow my lawn tomorrow. Plus, it might rain. I will be in Bob the Canadian's live stream. I so rarely get to see his live streams live anymore. I do watch them on replay. 
but uh, yesterday, what was it about describing relationships? Like, was it? No. Yeah. Bob the Canadian, if you don't, I'm sure you know Bob the Canadian, but for any reason, if you don't, check out Bob the Canadian. He does good stuff. Great stuff. All right. Next one. Splash. Here we go. Love this sound because it probably means summer is here. We are getting ready for fall. Anya and I, earlier this week, we were chatting about fall. Yesterday, I think. Um, I love summer, but I need to get ready for fall. Fall is fine. Better than winter. Summer's the best, though. Splash. That sound almost always has something to do with water. Splash. How about this? When I jumped in the pool, I made a splash. So splash can definitely be a noun. If somebody splashes you, you get wet. It also can be a verb. And it also can be a sound. Splash. I found a picture of a pool. Just in case you didn't know what a pool was, that's a picture of a pool. And that type of pool, we would call an in-ground pool. An in-ground pool. That type of pool in English is called an above-ground pool. So in-ground, in-ground pool, above-ground pool, above-ground pool. How about this? When I jumped in the water, I splashed my sister. So there, I use splash as a verb. Here, I use it as a noun, as a thing. When I jumped in the pool, I made a splash. Hope that helps. <clears throat> How about this thing? This is not a pool. After it rains, you might see puddles on the street. And this person is walking through a puddle. They have on their galoshes. That might be German, Anya. I'm not sure. But we might call those boots galoshes. Or you might hear them called rain boots. But that person is walking through a puddle with their rain boots. And the sound you would hear is them splashing. You could say they are splashing through the puddle in their rain boots. You might also splash some water on your face. Maybe to wake yourself up in the morning. If you don't have time to take a shower, you might splash water on your face. Now I promise, every single morning before school, I need to take a shower. It just wakes me up. But some people can wake up just by splashing water on your face. So we use wake up sometimes two different ways. When your alarm clock goes off, you wake up, your eyes open. But some people in English say they don't really wake up until they've had that first cup of coffee. So two ways we use wake up in English. One, literally, when you open your eyes, you are now awake after sleeping. But you still might be a little groggy. That's the opposite of being fully awake. You're a little groggy. Maybe you're thinking a little more slowly. Maybe you're not moving as quickly as you would like to. You're still a little groggy. Once you have that cup of coffee, you are fully awake. I can't just splash water on my face to go to work. I need to get in the shower to fully wake up. The next sound you might hear in English is crunch. Not always, but a lot of the time when we talk about crunch, we talk about 
eating. In fact, in the United States, we even have a candy bar called the Crunch Bar. Not sure what it's called in your language. Maybe it's Crunch. Also, that ice cream treat on the left with the popsicle stick inside it, that stick we would call a popsicle stick. On the outside, it looks like it has some crunchy stuff. That's what we would say in English. On the outside of that ice cream bar, it looks like there's some crunchy stuff. Crunchy stuff. Let me make sure there's nothing in the chat. Oh yeah, Natalia, that was so fun. Natalia says, when you jumped off that bridge, you made a big splash. Yeah, that was so fun. It was a nice hot day, teaching English, jumping off a bridge, splashing in the water. It doesn't get any better than that. Groggy, good. Harry, that's my goal for these live lessons. If you watch for about an hour, I hope I can teach you at least one new word. The more, the better, though. What? Yeah, Freddie Wolf. Little kids like to jump into puddles, but the parents don't agree. That is true. And in, in English, we have a saying, they are only little once. They are only little once when talking about children. So um, I have a few videos where my son and I are jumping on a trampoline in the rain. So we tried, if it was, um, if it was a good time, you know, they weren't wearing really dressy clothes. If they wanted to jump in the puddles, they wanted to splash around in the puddles. Jamie and I tried to let them. They're only little once. They're only little once. Yeah. If I can find that video, maybe I will post it on Instagram or my stories, but that was fun. But as we were jumping on the trampoline, we kept getting wetter and wetter and colder and colder. We were splashing on the trampoline, but he was getting heavy. It was hard. I was getting wetter. He was getting wetter. He was getting heavier. I had on pants. They were getting heavier. Good times. Good times. All right. Crispy. Yeah, chocolate bars. Crispy. If something is crispy, it's hard to describe, but it would definitely make a crunch. It would definitely make a crunch. That's a noun. If you wanted to turn it into... An adjective, you would say crunchy. So crispy though, that's super hard to describe. Super hard to describe, crispy. All right, Marco says, cool. I started with the books to improve my reading comprehension. Reading in English is so important. Kind of jealous, Aroni. Okay, yeah, so reading in English, is a great way to improve your English. Listening in English is also a great way to improve your English. And if you have been here in this English lesson since the beginning, you have been listening to English for over an hour. Gulp, that is another sound you might hear. And we would use that for drinking. Yes, speaking of drinking, I'll take another I'll take another sip of water, but maybe you will hear me gulp. It's not always the best sound, but at least you will hear a gulp. It usually, it usually happens in the throat. Did you hear that? I tried to do it louder. That was a gulp. Excuse me. Hello. How are you? Akon. Hope you're doing well eating. You might hear people crunching when they eat. And I have a sentence for you. In that picture is a piece of broccoli. And to me, it looks raw. 
it looks uncooked. Looks like it hasn't been cooked yet, and we would call that raw. Raw broccoli would be crunchier than cooked broccoli. Raw broccoli would be crunchier than cooked broccoli. Crunch. I can't play any of my sound effects. Crunch. If that person eats that broccoli, we would probably hear them crunching. Unless there was a ceiling fan, maybe humming really loudly. Speaking of fall, walking on leaves that have fallen from the trees, you might hear that crunch. I love hearing the crunch of leaves in the fall. So that person is walking on leaves with their boots. I love hearing the crunch of leaves in the fall. So I think that does it. Yes, those are all the, mm-hmm, all the sounds we have for today in English. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this live lesson. Audie, thank you so much for the super chat. I do appreciate it. There it is. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you to all the members who joined us for the chat. Thank you to everyone who subscribed and liked this English lesson. If this English lesson taught you any English at all, do you mind hitting that like button so other people can find the English lesson? All right. Squeak. Aw. It can be a heartbreaking sound. Yeah, absolutely. I just saw that. Squeak can be a heartbreaking sound, especially if an animal is in trouble. A little animal, we might hear. We might hear that. All right. It's going to be it. Hate to say goodbye, but this has been an hour. One of my favorite hours of the week. Yes, in about an hour, Bob the Canadian will be live doing a live question and answer. So make sure you check him out. Go into Google, Bob the Canadian, live, Q&A. It's a Q&A. Can't find it. We could do, could do that. Ooh. Could do this little thing right here. That Q&A. That's an ampersand, by the way. You probably don't need to know that in English, but that's an ampersand. Hey, see you in Bob's English class. Absolutely. Freddie, hope you're doing well. Enjoy this hour. I should I should stay live for the next hour, but I do have a few things to do before I go back into Bob's uh, live lesson. So hope to see you there. Stas, thanks so much for joining us. Oday, hope you're doing well. Stay safe, Maria in Argentina. Cecilia was not here today, but if she watches this on replay... Hope she's doing well. She had a four-hour bus ride yesterday in Argentina. So, adios, amigos. We'll see you next week. How about that? Adios.